0: Good evening, uh, brothers and sisters. This is the first time we are separating the uh, preaching from uh, Mandarin. And so I'll be just uh, sharing in English. And from now on, we will have a separate service for the English speaking. And then we have another time for the Chinese speaking. I hope that will help you, for those who are solely English-speaking, to be able to listen to the message uh, better. We have been talking about Jesus, the capstone. The chief cornerstone that has been rejected has become the capstone. And Jesus told a parable concerning a landowner who rent out the vineyard to others and he expect to collect the harvest in his season. So we see that God is the landowner. God is the master of everything that we see, everything that we own. And he wants us to use what we have. What he has given to us to serve his kingdom purpose. Uh, this was found in Matthew twenty-one, verse thirty-three. Listen to another parable. There was a land owner who planted a vineyard, he put a wall around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a watchtower. Then he rented. The vineyard to some farmers and went away on a journey. So, can you see, we are the tenant. We don't own anything on this earth and uh, we are just to use what God has given to us. We thank God that, that He provides for us, He satisfies our needs through what we are given. But most importantly, he demands the harvest that is due to him. He demands what he should get. In other words, all these are for the building of his kingdom. So we learn that uh, the nation of Israel, when they came out of Egypt, God is leading them into the promised land. Remember, the land belongs to him. So the promised land wasn't the destiny, wasn't, you know, if it is the destiny, then they would just sit back, enjoy themselves in the land. But no, God says when you enter into the land, when you eat, and and when you are satisfied, do not forget the commandments of God. And in other words, These are rules, these are the ways of God that you are to establish in the land to establish the kingdom so that you will be a testimony to the nations. So, the promised land is actually given for us to establish the covenant. So, we end last time with this verse in Deuteronomy 8. Verse 18, he said, But remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth, and so confirm His covenant, which He swore to your forefathers as it is today. So clearly, we see that the land belongs to God, and we are to work on the land, we are to create wealth. In the land, out of the land, and uh, this is to confirm his covenant which he made with our forefathers. And so the Lord Jesus, the capstone, he brought the old covenant and a new covenant together. He brought the old testament. And the New Testament, everything that, that has been done and everything will, will be, uh, God will be doing together. You know, He makes sense out of everything. And in Galatians 3, verse 14, Galatians 3, verse 14, He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus. So that by faith, we might receive the promise of the Spirit. So Jesus, the capstone, He brought us into the covenant that God made with Abraham. And He brought us into the blessing that God has given to Abraham. To confirm the covenant. So we are to live to confirm the covenant that God made with Abraham. The abundance of wealth created out of the land is to confirm the covenant. I'm sure you're asking, what is the covenant that God made with Abraham? And uh, because it's related to us, we have just read in that verse, in Colossians 3 verse, uh, Galatians 3 verse 14, Jesus the capstone has brought us together with the Jews to, uh, to enter into the blessing that God has given to Abraham. So what is a covenant? Genesis 17, verse 4 to verse 6. As for me, this is my covenant with you. God is speaking to Abraham. This is my covenant with you. You will be a father of many nations. No longer will you be called Abram. Your name will be Abraham. For I have made you a father of many nations. I will make you very fruitful. I will make nations of you. And kings will come from you. So it's very clearly stated here. God's covenant with Abraham is to make him the father of many nations. God is not saying, Abraham, you will have a lot of children. But he's saying, I'm making you the father of many nations. And uh, what Christ has done for us on the cross is he has brought us into this covenant. He did not just come to save us, but rather he has brought us into this covenant so that we, in the blessing of Abraham, will continue to live in the covenant. What is the covenant? Will continue to bless the nations, just like what God has spoken to Abraham. And in order for as to be able to confirm the covenant we got to be so blessed right we got to be so blessed by god uh to be able to be a blessing to the nations just like god promised abraham he's going to bless him he's going to cause him to become a mighty nation in order to be a blessing to the nations nations okay uh verse Uh, Genesis 22, verse 18. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. So we, the offspring of Abraham, is going to be blessed by God. So much so that we can be a blessing to the nations. And how are we going to establish the covenant? Remember, Out of the land, out of the wealth that's been created, it is to confirm the covenant. So in order to confirm the covenant, it's related to the land. God is the land owner. Yeah? But there are four tangible elements that is needed in order for us to confirm the covenant is directly or indirectly related with the land. The first thing, you know, the the, the four things that we needed to confirm the covenant, the first thing is the land, right? We must have a land. Uh, In Genesis 17 verse 6, I will make you very fruitful. I will make nations of you and kings will come from you. God said, I'm going to make you very fruitful. Not just fruitful, if we are fruitful, that's not enough for us to rise up. That's not enough for us to bless the nations. Not bless individual, but bless the nations. So God said, I'm going to cause you to be very fruitful. And out of this, many nations will come, come from you. And kings will, will come from you. Okay, so, uh, uh, and then... Verse 7. Let's continue to read. I will establish my covenant as an everlasting covenant between me and you and your descendants after you for the generations to come to be your God and the God of your descendants after you. The whole land of Canaan where you are now an alien, I will give you as an everlasting possession to you and your descendants after you, and I will be their God. The whole land of Canaan. Can you see? To confirm the covenant, to fulfill the covenant that God has made with Abraham, God is giving him the whole land of Canaan where they now live as an aliens. Uh, and, and why is land so important to fulfill the covenant? Because the covenant has to do with the kingdom, God said, "I'm going to make you the father of nations." It has to do with kingdom. You know, a kingdom got to have boundary. So, land will define the boundary uh, where the king is to rule, and that's why God has given them the land of Canaan, so that that's where they're going to establish their boundary, establish. God's kingdom in that land. Land will also give you an identity. You know, you say that I'm from such and such a place. You see, it gives you an identity uh, that uh, that you are from such and such a place. And so this land that God has given to them will tell the people that these are the people of God. These are the chosen people of God. It gives them identity. It gives them a testimony to testify the greatness and the goodness of God. God has given them this great land. So in order to confirm the covenant, the first tangible element that's required is the land. And God has clearly spoken that He is the landowner. And we are just tenants. Given the Privilege the right to work on that land to produce wealth from that land, and He gives us the ability, the wisdom, to produce wealth out of that land, so as to confirm the covenant. So the second tangible element, in order for us to fulfill the covenant, is wealth. Is wealth, because the covenant is that we are going to bless the nation and we ourselves is going to be a strong nation in order to bless our nation so wealth defines the strength of a nation whether we are a strong nation or whether we are a poverty stricken nation is defined by the how much wealth we have genesis 12 verse 2 I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you and I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So, so you see, to, to have wealth is God's plan. God's purpose, and that's why He has given us the land. And He has given us the wisdom, the knowledge, the ability, in order that we may create wealth out of the land that He has given to us. And God said, I'm going to make you a great nation. So, brothers and sisters, when we are building... With Jesus, we are building this spiritual temple where Jesus is a capstone, where he's the king, where he's the Lord, where everything belongs to him. You know, he wants us to be fruitful. He wants us to be able to create wealth so that we can be a great nation, a great kingdom that will bless the nations of the earth. So the land... And the wealth that comes out of it has a purpose, to bless the nations. And uh, so wealth, we're talking about materialistic wealth. We're talking about knowledge, skills, all these are wealth that God has given to us so that we can produce wealth you know, produce, uh, uh, add values to what we have, and, and create wealth. For the purpose, first of all, of course, is to satisfy our own needs, is to uh, meet what we uh, need to to live. But more than that, more than that, God wants to bless us abundantly. God wants to make us a great nation so that we can be a blessing, uh, a channel of blessing to others, because we have wealth. And indeed, wealth is the glory of a nation. We read, we read this from the book of Revelation 21, verse 24. He said, The nations will walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. On no day will its gate ever be shut, for there will be no night The glory and honour of the nations will be brought into it. So we, the nations, bring their wealth to worship God. It's their glory, it's their honour that God has uh, uh, given to them to to bring uh, glory and honour to God himself. And the third element in order for us to be able to fulfil the covenant to be a great nation and to bless the nations of the earth is the commandments. God say, when you enter into the land, when you are satisfied, remember the law of your God. Remember to obey the commandments. Because the commandments, the ways of God, when we uh, bring the, the rules of the law to the land, we give substance to the co- to the kingdom that God wants us to create. Genesis eighteen verse nineteen. For I have chosen him, so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just, so that the Lord will bring about for Abraham what he has promised. So the laws and commandments, they are God's ways. And God wants us to establish the kingdom in the land that He has given to us according to His ways. And this is what God has spoken to us in the New Testament. We are to disciple the nations by telling them everything that Jesus has taught us. Right, So we need the Word of God, we need the commandments of God to give substance, to define the kingdom that we are built. Because there are many other voices in this world. And in fact, there are the voice, the philosophy, the culture of the evil one. But God wants us to establish His kingdom in the land that He has given to us according to His ways. So this is what God has commanded Abraham You know, in order for you to be a blessing to the nations, you've got to build upon the Word of God. You've got to be different because you have the Word of God so that the nations can follow you, can can look at the light that you have and, and enter into the knowledge of God. And then the fourth element in order for us to fulfill the covenant is the descendants. Because the covenant is not going to be fulfilled in one generation. It started with the generation of Abraham. But up to today, generations later, we are still establishing that covenant that God has promised to Abraham. In fact, until it reached the ends of the earth. because. Abraham, our father, he's the father of nations. He's the father of nations. So, Genesis 22, verse 17, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possessions of the cities of their enemies. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. So this is an everlasting covenant that God has made with Abraham. So when we realize that we are brought into this covenant by our Lord Jesus, the capstone, we enter into the blessings of Abraham. You know, when you live in this covenant, this foundation where you build your life upon cannot be shaken. Because it is an everlasting covenant that God has made. And it is to continue from generation to generation as we remember the law in the land, in the midst of prosperity. We remember His commandments. And we teach it to the next generation. And the generation pass it on to the next gen- generation. You know, so this covenant is being fulfilled. And it's all related to the land, the boundary where God has given to us. And so we must remember this. God is the land owner. He owns everything. He owns our life. And so we are given the privilege to work on the land, but we're conscious that it belongs to Him. It is to be returned to Him. You know, He has allowed us to enjoy the harvest, But there are the harvest that belongs to him that we have got to return to him. That's why we we have to learn to give back to him what is his in order that the kingdom of God can be established on earth, in order that we can build a strong nation that will become a blessing to the nations of the earth. So fulfill the covenant that God made with Abraham and with us through Jesus Christ, our capstone. So tonight, this is all I want to share with you. The land belongs to God. It doesn't belong to us. So if we are building with Jesus as the capstone, we will not hold back what belongs to him, what has got to be released and given back to him to build the kingdom of God. I, I trust that we, we will be a, pe- a giver, a people who, who know how to give to God because God has blessed us so much. And we just pray that God will help us to have the wisdom, to have the understanding, to have the knowledge, to have the ability so that we're able to create wealth, so that we are rich, so that we are filled with abundance for a purpose. To build his kingdom. You know, so this is how we build with Jesus as a capstone. He is the landowner, and we are to give to him what he requires. We're gonna pray now. Father, we thank you for this revelation that we belong to you and you own everything, and the land that you have given to us, the property, the gifting, whatever that you have given to us. Lord, we want to know how to use it to multiply, to add values, to create wealth out of it. Because through it, you're going to use us to bless the nation. You're going to use this to bless the nation and so confirm the covenant. And we thank you for the boundary that you have given to us And we pray it will continue to grow and and, and nations will arise to follow you uh, and to know you as Lord, as Savior, out of our testimony. So Lord, help us to obey you in the land, obey the commandments, so that we do not forget you in the midst of wealth and prosperity and riches. We always remember you are the owner of the land. Bless your people, I pray. Bless your kingdom on earth. May your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.